Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. W-E-E-I, Southern New England Sports Original. All right, welcome back to Cordesian Coit on W-E-E-I, 401-777-1037, the phone number. So, you know, I did want to talk about the Celtics and not so much what happened last night with Tatum and the fact that they beat the 76ers, but the in-season tournament. Did you watch the game against the Bulls the other night? I did. So I, I know there is conflicting schools of thought here, and I understand both sides, right? So the Celtics went into that game knowing that they had to beat Chicago by 23 or more to get in, to win, what was it, Group C that they were in? Group C. Uh, over Orlando. It, it came down to a point differential tiebreaker. So they came out from the beginning and put the pedal to the metal and right. kept their foot on the gas all four quarters against an undermanned uh, Chicago team that just wasn't up for the fight. And I know there's, you know, I, even during the game, Billy Donovan kind of had some words with Joe Mazzula, you know, and, and Joe's like, look, this is what we have to do. Like, this is the way it's that the this, this set this up. Yeah. I will tell you this, from a fan standpoint, it kept me engaged in that entire game. I, I sat down knowing the Celtics had to win by 23 or more yep. to win Group C. So I'm like, okay, I want to see if they can blow out the Bulls. And you couldn't turn away because even when they're up by 28 or 30, you're like, okay, Chicago go on, go on a run and cut this down to under 23. It kept me engaged. Now, I guess so from a standpoint of fan engagement, it's working. Right. Yeah. I mean, mission accomplished this in-season tournament because I was indifferent about it coming into the season. Uh, but the flip side is, are you encouraging this type of stuff where you're showing up an opponent because of the point differential? I see both sides of the equation, but how do you feel about it? No, I see both sides, too. Um, I get it. There's a there was, there's a respect thing when it comes to the game. It's sort of a quirky thing they're working out here. It's the it's not something they're used to, the players, because they're used to respecting the game, up 20, 25, starter sit, you know, all that. But, like you said, Scott, why would I pay attention to a November game against the Bulls when I know they're going to blow them out if not for, hey, this actually means something? You know, that, that, yep. that drew me in. That drew me in, too. I heard this point made in Boston, and I think it's a brilliant one. I think one place where the NBA might have missed with this, particularly on a night where teams need point differential, they're trying to do that. This game should have been on NBA TV, and in like a somebody should have been a Scott Hansen, and should have been going back and forth between that game, totally agree, and the Nets and Raptors, totally, and agree. it would have been fascinating. Yep. I would have sat down and watched that. Yep, yep, totally. So, I get it though from the players' perspective, they don't want to. They don't want to run up the score on teams and, and, you know, 
what they did to on, poor Andre Drummond, who can't make a free throw. But at the same time, how long has Andre Drummond been in the league? And he still can't make a free throw? Well, here's my issue with that, because people have made a big deal about that. Take him out, Billy Donovan. Yeah, right. All right, take him out. Take him out. If you don't want the Celtics running it up on you, yeah. and you don't like their you know, tactic of fouling Andre Drummond, take him out. Take him out of the game. I agree. Yeah. You have that option as a head coach. Yes, you do. That is within your right Yep. to take an, a one guy and put another guy on the floor. Yep. Um, yeah, so I, I – the engagement part for me, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think I was, I was bought in, and now, now that you're getting to the quarterfinals, semifinals, yep. finals, now I'm really intrigued because, say you get a Celtics Bucks semifinal, in Vegas, that's in, that's exciting. Yeah, for something. I agree with some stakes on the on the line, and then maybe it's Celtics and I don't know who from the West. In the in the final, could be Celtics Lakers, could, could be, be Celtics, Celtics Suns, Lakers, yeah. could be Celtics Suns. But instead of an otherwise just, I don't want to say completely meaningless, but a meaningless regular season game, like Celtics Bucks, still moves the needle because it's Celtics Bucks and the star power on the floor. But, but this one really means something during the season. And in Vegas, there's kind of a, a big yep. game feel to it. There's something on the line. Yeah, I think now is when we're really gonna see you know, the meaning behind this tournament. I think the point differential thing was interesting. This is when we're really getting into okay. Yeah, you know, I, I, I hope, I think the Celtics are going to go and beat the Pacers and get to Vegas, but never know. There's something on the line. I mean, I know they whacked him earlier this year, but they it did. is in Indiana, right? So it's interesting. All right, let's go to the calls. Four zero one seven 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 one zero three seven. The phone number, and we'll kick it off with Brad and Warwick, who wants to talk about the Celtics. Good morning, Brad. You're first up on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing today? What's up, good. Brad? Everything's good. Hey, you guys uh, been over to Top Golf yet? I have not. Me neither. Good. No. All right. Have you been? Well, I haven't been either. I'm gonna oh, see if okay. you guys had the report. I'm getting ready to go over there. That's just around the corner from my house. Oh, nice. But, it's uh, funny because yeah, my... I've never been. I know there's. I know it's supposed to be like a great experience and all that. So I'm ready to get over there. So my boss likes to do something for, you know, the entire staff every year. And he, was, he, he threw that idea out, but he said, you wouldn't believe how far out they're booked. Yeah, I'm sure. Like he said, it's crazy. Oh, is that right? Booked it. Yeah, because, you know, he's like, you know, usually he takes us to a bar and we have dinner and have a few drinks. And he's like, you know, there's some people on the staff that don't drink. Maybe they'd be uncomfortable in a bar setting. So I want to try to think of something else. So he, he thought about Top Golf, but he said they're booked way out. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow, good for them. All right. All right, well, listen, guys, we're, we're basically a quarter of the way through the season so far for the Celtics, and I am not yet convinced that they're that much different from the team that has disappointed us the last two years, and, I'm a, and here's why. They still get consistently crushed on the offensive glass, and they still have way, way, way too many turnovers and sloppy play uh, on the offensive end. And those two things, like, they're disguising those things with their shooting and their offensive prowess, but that doesn't hold up in the playoffs. We all know that the playoffs is a different animal than the regular season. You can get away with that for, you know, seven months. But then when it comes grind time – um, you gotta, you gotta have ball control and you gotta, you gotta control the glass and you gotta control the ball. 
and so far they haven't shown that in those respects they're any different than they have been. I think the boards, you know, I'm not totally shocked at that, totally surprised. I figured they probably have their struggles with it, you know, in terms of, yes, they have, you know, size with Porzingis, but, you know, a guy like Robert Williams going out the door, you know, it, it, it sort of, I'm not surprised at that. The ball handling thing, I think, is a, is a decent point, Brad, uh, because, you know, you need to, it, it's been a problem for this team in the past, and it's something that does need to improve going forward, and particularly in those big games, because you can't turn the ball over. you got to value the basketball. And that's the only way you're going to get, you know, the good good shots kind of looks that you want to get late in these games. So I, I agree with uh, his take overall, Brad's take. Um, until they prove to me otherwise in the postseason in those big moments, I have the same questions about them too. Now, I will tell you that I kind of like the vibe of this team a little bit better than what we've had the past couple of years. Yeah. And I said at the beginning of the season, I really like Drew Holiday, and I think – Replacing Marcus Smart with him, I just think the dynamic on the floor and in the locker room changed for the better. Totally. Because uh, he seems to be a guy that, you know, it's not all about him. He doesn't have to have his touches. He doesn't have a big ego. He'll play his role, whatever they want that role to be. Oh, I agree. So, and I love the fact that he's a great defender. Um, you know, Porzingis, I knew when the Celtics got him. The issue with him was going to be, can he stay healthy, right? So, can he stay healthy? Yeah. Right? And he, will he be healthy, more importantly, come playoff time? So those are some questions. But until I see Jalen Brown not dribbling the ball off his left knee in a big moment in the postseason, I have those doubts too. Um, so I, I get it. I, I get where Brad's coming from. And, you know, I, I use this. This is the Jersey Red Line all the time. I'm from Missouri, the show-me state. Show me that you're different. Totally. And I need to see it. And I need to see it in the playoffs. Not in Las Vegas in an in-season tournament, in the postseason in a big moment. Yes. So I until agree. I see that, I will not be a full believer either. I think they're better, but I'm not sure. I think their ceiling's higher. That's the way I'll put it. I think their ceiling is higher. I think as a group, they're still learning each other. It takes time. Um, but the talent is obviously there. And I think when it, when it can come together, this can be a really good team. And I, I feel good about, in terms of the ball handling, I'm with you. I think Drew Holiday can be a guy that can handle the basketball that hopefully in the postseason, last few possessions, you feel good about him having the, the ball in his hands, trying to set up your two playmakers, your two stars. Right. And a guy like Derek White having the ball in his hands a little bit, too. You feel good about that because you just feel like he's going to make the smart play. Right. Um, that That's another thing that I'm glad you brought that up. I think by getting rid of Marcus Smart and um, what's his name? Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Has freed up time for a very valuable guy in the name of Derek White. Yeah. I like him. I like everything about him, offensively, defensively, attitude. So I think by losing those other two guys, I understand you brought in Holiday, but I just think Derek White is being featured more because they need to and because they can, and they couldn't when they had those other two guys. You know, I think one recent development with the Celtics that I, I like and I think helps them, I still think by the trade deadline, I think Brad Stevens is going to add another big. I think they could use another big yep. in terms of depth there. They, they have a trade exemption from the Grant Williams trade. They're going to yeah, use that. And, and, like, like I like Luke Cornett as a guy. He's not a playoff rotation big. He's not. You, yeah. you need another guy, uh, another valuable guy there in the front court. But I think one development recently that's been pretty good, 
I think Pritchard and Hauser have really grown a little bit yep. into their roles. I think they can be really they, – they've shown the ability to be valuable off the bench. I think they've had some growing pains there, but I think both of those guys I think have been better as time has gone I on. I thought last night was really encouraging for Pritchard. Yeah, I think he's – I think he's making some smarter plays. I think he's learning a little bit. Um, you know, particularly he'll he'll pass up a shot here to get a better shot for one of his teammates. Like I, I feel that from him right now. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, you just gave him a new contract. You expect him to be a you know, a guy that can be a backup guard off the bench that can give you quality minutes. And I think he's doing that and he's learning certain things. And that's that's encouraging if you're the Celtics because I think that's one big concern that you know, they've had was, okay, they have a good top five, top six. They need a couple of more guys in their rotation to really solidify this team. And right. if those two guys step forward and then they can add maybe another big or somebody steps forward in the front court, then, you know, you'll be you'll feel good about this team, particularly when it comes to April. All right, let's continue with the calls. Brad, thank you for the phone call. And uh, we're going to go to Joe. Is this Joe in the bucket? Or is this Joe in Rhode Island that wants to talk about Joe Mac Jones? I got, okay. I got both. Uh, which one do oh. you want to take? Hold on, Bernie. Well, I just saw Joe in Rhode Island who wants to talk about Mac Jones. I All right, we'll go with Joe Rhode Island. Okay, so I, that's the first Joe that I saw on my call screen. So, Joe in Rhode Island, you're next on Critici and Coit on WEEI. Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, hey Joe. Joe. Today is one of my happiest days of my life. Finally, what I've been saying for the last three and a half years is coming true. Mac Jones, I'm so happy I'm never going to have to see this guy wear a Patriots uh, stop for the Patriots. And never mind, he's probably not even going to be in the league after this year. He finally, we all finally agreed that he sucks. He was never good. His, his rookie year was a facade. That schedule that he had was the weakest schedule. Scott, you could have been the quarterback and you would have won. Just as many games. You could have don't give him that much credit, Joe. Come on, don't don't give well, Scott I, that much credit. <laughs> but it's true. You know, when I when I'm wrong, I'm the first one to say I, I I'm wrong. I got no problem with that. But when I'm right, I called it from day one. This guy was not the guy. I'm so I'm so happy. And the other thing I want to just touch up quick is Jason Tatum has got to be the like. I, I don't want to say the, I can't use the word. Uh, uh, on the radio, but if he's, he's such a big P, if you know what I mean. The guy, all he wants to do is complain about the ref. So much talent. Just play the game, Jason Tatum. Just play the game, man. Because you're taking that away from your talent, man. You sneeze on this guy or you touch this guy. He wants to call. Just play the game, Tatum, man. That's Joe, all I got, boys. Yeah, thank you. All right, Joe, thank thanks. Yeah, Appreciate I mean, it. unfortunately, Joe, I, I hear you on Tatum, but that's today's NBA. All the stars are it, pretty much like that. It is, but he does. He does push it sometimes. Okay. And, and last night, like, you hit somebody in the face and you put their foot in the in their family jewels and you're complaining to the officials. Like, Jason, just look at the play. Even if it wasn't intentional by you, look at the like. Have a feel for the moment, dude. You're gonna get a call for that, so don't don't keep arguing it. Like, just shut up and go back to the bench. Yeah. Like that's one of those moments where I'll say I will agree with Joe on that. Shut up and go back to the bench. You're too important for your team to keep yapping 
about a play that you're automatically going to be called right. for whatever it is that they're calling. Like, shut up. And he didn't. And he got ejected for it, and rightfully so. And in terms of Joe's take on Mac, it may have been a little bit too strong, but I, I agree with him. I've been calling for the switch for, for weeks now. I, I don't know what took Bill so long to make it. And I look back, and, and I think Joe brings up a good point as well. We look back now at Mac's rookie year, and it was pretty good, but when, when the schedule got tough... Max's performance and the team's performance went right down the tubes. It was not good last year. It has been dreadful this year. So, you know, who is the real Mac Jones? I disagree with him that he'll be out of the league next year. I think if he's not on the Patriots, another team will take him. Somebody will take him. He'll definitely be a backup somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I disagree with that part. But I've seen enough of Mac Jones. I've seen enough that I don't want to go back there and revisit it again. He had his shot. He's been given more than his fair shot. And I know the circumstances weren't the best that he was surrounded with in terms of coaching and talent. I get all that. But even with that, I don't like what I've seen. I mean, all yeah. the elements that go into being a good starting quarterback in the NFL, leadership, good decision-making, uh, you know, throwing off your front foot. I mean, he just doesn't do the things that you need. He can't deal with adversity. No, no, he can't. No, no he can't. He can't. He and can't. so I've seen enough. I've been calling for this change for weeks and weeks now. Finally, we're going to get it Sunday. I'm not sitting here and telling you the Patriots are going to be drastically or any better with Bailey Zappi under center. All I'm telling you is this team needed to spark. This offense in particular needed to spark. This change had to happen. There's no confidence in Mac Jones. I don't care what anybody says, and I'm not in that locker room. You can't tell me that locker room has any confidence in him. They don't. They don't. Yeah. I, so one thing I will say, um, because this came out this week, and I was – I was bothered by it because I'm just like, okay, so this is coming out now. Like, so Scott, you have talked about on the show Mac handling adversity and how he hasn't handled it well, particularly last year yep. we saw it on the sideline, and that you know the leadership part of that, you know, I don't think rubs his teammates the right way. I think it rubs them the wrong way. Yep. And I think I I, I agree with you on that, but when I hear Mike Lombardi come out and basically say like. Nobody likes him in that locker room, and nobody wants to hang out with him. And he's like, "That's I'm overstating bad. it." Now you're making him sound like he's a bad guy. Exactly. He's thank a- you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I heard that this week, and I'm like, "Are we real? Are we doing the really kicking him, kicking him while he's down thing here?" Yep. Seriously. Yep. Listen to his teammates talk about him. Listen, there were people defending him this week yep. in that locker room. Like, give me a break. With I think that. that's why I've, I, I've, I've put this on social media. I watch Patriots games. You know me. I put my thoughts out there instantaneously watching yeah. games. I feel bad for Mac because yeah. I think he's actually a good kid. And I think the, and I think I, the guys like him. It's like Lombardi said, like, nobody likes to hang out with him. Hey, Mike, I don't know where you got that from, but I don't know if you saw the video a couple years ago. He had the whole offense over his house during the NFL draft. They had, like, a hibachi. They had the whole thing, like. Yeah. Nobody wants to hang out with them. Yeah. So stop that. So here, the, my concern is this: you know Lombardi's tight with Bill. I know. Like, I so know that. I know assume, where it came from. People assume that when Lombardi says something, it's usually coming from Bill or Bill's camp. Yeah. And if that's the case, shame on Bill or Bill's camp for putting that narrative out there, right? Are you it. trying to deflect the blame and saying, "Look, the reason we suck, the reason I suck this year is because my quarterback sucks." Like, yeah. okay. I mean, just, you know, there's no need for that. There's I guess no need for it, 100%. I totally agree with you. There's no need for it. You can talk about his leadership, how he's handling adversity. That's one thing. I, the attack of the character to me is just, it's low. It's low class. Yep. That's what it is. It's low class. So I hated hearing that. But all that being said, 
They needed to make a switch at quarterback. You need to see what you have here when you go into a week and you say, like last week, splitting the reps, it does nothing for you. It sets you up to fail. It's the Bears game all over again. Exactly. This week, it's been, no matter what they say in front of the microphones and cameras, what what they've shown on the field is, Bailey Zappi, you are our guy this week. You're going to be the starting quarterback. We are preparing you all week and putting all our resources and thoughts and game planning behind you as a starting quarterback. What do you do well? What can we go into the game thinking that we can do with you? All of those things. They needed to do that just to see what they have. You know me. The Patriots in the NFL are my first love. I have so many thoughts on this organization, where they're at, what went wrong, how to fix it. We'll get into more of that as we continue. 401-777-1037, the phone number. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Kordeshi and Coit on WEEI. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 